Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Believe in UCLA football podcast. We'll be here with a new episode for you right after this quick note. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all of your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games. You can play right at home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-B. That spells BELIEVE. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Believe in UCLA football podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? You know, it's a, it's a big, big week, you know, <laughs> and we have a big guest. I mean, this guy is arguably one of the greatest to ever wear a UCLA uniform, uh, none other than DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson. What's up, bro? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Thanks for being here. Uh, Dorian, when, when you hear something like that being considered one of the best at UCLA, uh, as you just kind of look back at your journey, what kind of what comes to mind uh, for you? Uh, super honored. Um, I know that was one of the goals for me walking into the to the university and to the program. So um, for me to come out and for others to say that about me and for me not having to say that myself, I think is a pretty accomplishing on my part as well as all the people that was involved with it. So, And uh, speaking of goals, I would only imagine, especially considering what this week is, the NFL draft, how far back can you maybe even recall maybe dreaming or imagining yourself playing in the NFL one day? Um, well, that's really what got me hooked into football was okay. watching the NFL. Um, so I've been thinking about this for a while now. Um, and so now that it's finally here, um, super special. I obviously get to spend it back home with my family. So um, it's going to be a big week. We're excited all for it. So um, I'm, I'm super happy for sure. You've been you've been pretty much everywhere all over the country. Just I know you've just been posting. You're here. You're there. What had yeah. the past like few weeks been for you? Yeah, just like you said, super busy, um, but also good at the same time. It's a good busy. So um, I'm super happy I, I got interest from teams to be able to come in, meet the coaching staff, see the environment, um, got to see a, a lot of cool places and, and meet a lot of cool people, and then also learn ball. So um, I think that was probably the coolest part about it. And um, I, I learned a lot over my last few weeks, for sure. Uh, we'll talk about more about your UCLA career in a minute, but just, again, with the NFL draft process and the journey, what have you learned about yourself along the way? Yeah, um, I talk with my friends about this all the time. It's, you know, that I'm enough. Um, I think as athletes, sometimes we like to compare ourselves to others. And so for me to just obviously go through the whole thing with 
the All-Star Week, the Combine, and then the Pro Day. Um, I obviously got to compare myself firsthand to a lot of guys. And so um, just knowing that, you know, I have enough skills and enough talent uh, to make it and, and do what it takes at the next level, um, if not better than, than some guys out there. So I remember you saying that at the pro day after we talked to you then. And I think I'd asked you about you working out with Max Duggan and some of the other quarterbacks. I, I think one of the other questions that was asked of you during that interview was whether or not uh, scouts or anyone, you know, through the process has thought about maybe having you do receiving or some receiver drills or anything like that. And you and you had said that you wanted to and you were kind of open to it and that you said the scouts had said no. I've kind of mentioned that when I've kind of done radio interviews and they've asked me about you and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, he was kind of open to doing it, but the scouts didn't want that. Um, can you just tell us like a little bit more about that and um, one, how that made you feel and maybe why you felt the need to to kind of go ahead and maybe explore uh, some of your other skill sets? Yeah, I think uh, I mean, a lot went into the decision. Obviously, I want to make. Um, the most value for myself going going into the league and and give myself the the chance I need to get onto the field, uh, and so that was kind of the thought process going into it. Um, but really, it speaks volumes to what I put on tape, um, the the things I've been able to accomplish at UCLA. Uh, that teams really don't want to see me at any other position besides quarterback. Uh, they know I'm a quarterback. Uh, it even speaks volumes to teams like the Bengals who um, have paid their guy already. Um, and, and teams like that that still believe in me um, and my skill set and what I bring to the table and how cerebral I am. So uh, I, dig, I I just think it speaks volumes to all the work I've done for sure. Was it maybe a, maybe like kind of a sigh of relief in some regard that you didn't have to go above and beyond maybe to prove yourself and that your work could kind of speak for itself in a way? Yeah, for sure. And I think it was like that kind of the whole process. Um, just kind of hearing my name being talked about more and more, mm -hmm. uh, the buzz kind of building up as we get closer and closer to the final decisions. Uh, I think, again, so how much work I put in throughout these last eight weeks um, prepping for all this stuff and, and actually being able to perform when when given an opportunity. So um, I, I think I'm pretty proud of myself where I stand right now heading into the draft. You said like hearing your name kind of being mentioned and stuff. I was listening to, a, I listened to a few different podcasts and your name did come up a, a few different times. One of them was kind of like, who is someone kind of under the radar, someone in that could, you know, kind of surprise some people down the road and your name came up. And I guess the the two guys who were talking, they were scouts who had seen you at the uh, the Shrine Bowl. Mm -hmm. And and they said, like, you were working with Bill Belichick and like Bill Belichick was on you and like, I guess, writing you the whole practice of like I, I, something along those lines of like he was just like on you and trying to push you or challenge you. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about the experience working with Bill? I know Bill's kind of, he's been on campus, right? He's like buddies with Chip. So yeah. probably not the first yeah. time you met him, but uh, what was that like working with Bill Belichick? Yeah, no, it was super cool. Um, and as, as loud and hectic as he has may seem, uh, it was all just to get a, a message across. He was trying to teach me something mm -hmm. um, as well as the rest of the quarterbacks. And so um, he's super helpful. Uh, I will say that he's super knowledgeable about, he knows about what he's talking about. And so, uh, he just wants to get you to the right answer. And so uh, I think I appreciate him a lot for that as a coach, for sure. This feels real. I feel like when we've had uh, <laughs> like other guys out here, it's been more relaxed. So, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I know how, like, you've been going through this process. This just feels like real professional. So I'm only mm -hmm. going to ask, like, one more, like, <laughs> one more, like, serious question. Yeah, and then, no, I mean, for sure. 
Yeah, because we're getting said, the we, good stuff. We, yeah, we had we had Shay on the other week, and we were just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So the oh, only man. question I, I would have is just, what would you say to the team that's going to get you? Like, what would you want to say to that fan base? What would you want to say to that locker room? What would you say to that team? Of like, what are they getting when they draft TTR? Yeah, I think uh, they're getting a guy that's chasing consistency. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that keeps you around the longest. And so, um, if I can come in the same guy every day. Um, putting the same energy and effort uh, as I did when I first walked in the door. I think it'll take me a long way and everything else will take care of itself. So um, they're getting a hard worker and uh, someone that's going to represent them real well. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Josh. You want to dive into some of the fun stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just cool. I mean, as I've had other people on and even your time, like I've tried to give you your flowers and have other, you know, give other people their flowers now right. just seeing, you know, somebody like, again, like you, somebody that, you know, <laughs> came in a kid and like goofy little Dorian to now yeah. seeing how you carry yourself and just professionalism and just the, the growth. I mean, bro, like, it's just awesome to see. And I always say, like, I wish I got the, the, the guys that were younger when I was old, I wish I got to oh, play man. With the, the older yeah. version of them. Yeah. We say that all the time too. We were talking Yours, about that all the time. And I know, I, four I know the older guys right. probably were, were pissed off with me and annoyed with me when I was a young guy just trying <laughs> to figure it out. But that's, I mean, I guess that's college football. That's the process. Yeah. And it's you like, go through it. you have to go through it and everybody goes through it at a different time and different pace. But uh, I mean, for you, like you, like we said, from that to, like I said, almost every record for quarterbacks, your name is on there as number one or you're right there. <laughs> so it's like, dang, like, like, how do you feel, yeah, now from then, like through through all the growing pains, how do you feel like reaching that pinnacle? Dude, just like you said, I feel like a lot more mature. I feel a lot more grown up. Like I've learned a lot. Um, I've had a ton of experiences being in L.A., playing football at UCLA, um, going to school there, uh, everything that it entails. And so all that combined, I think, has made me who I am right now. Um, has helped me a lot through this process. Um, is, is going to help me a lot going forward. Um, having to get that extra year from COVID uh, served me a, a shit ton. Um, excuse my language. You're but, fine. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> bro, it uh, it helped out a lot for sure. And so um, I think just being there, uh, I know I wanted to go three and out, but um, for me to have those extra two years under my belt, I think will uh, serve me dividends later on. So I remember your senior year. I don't know. I don't know if part of it was because like we had just come back from – like COVID, it was like the first time we were able to interview yeah. you again after all the COVID stuff or what. But like the first time I saw you in person after all that was like, you look bigger. You looked like, I don't know, you, you you came across more mature. Like, I'm like, oh, damn. I'm like, like business is about to pick up over here. Like that boy done grew up. Yeah. Dorian's playing for keeps. And like, and I could tell, like, I, I don't know what it was, but like, it, it just showed like just the way you were kind of carrying yourself. I mean, you always kind of carried yourself pretty professional, but um, there was something about those last two years and, and kind of speaking on that, that last year, I know you kind of said earlier on, early on, um, kind of going into that last year that you were going to kind of treat it as, um, a professional year or kind of like a, I forgot how you phrased it. Maybe like a, like a pre-rookie season almost. Right. Uh, just tell me a little bit about the decision. I think, I don't know if I heard it from you, but from someone like you moved, like you moved out from the dorms i think you wanted to kind of live on your own maybe stuff like that just kind of talk about the whole decision and, and everything that you did to kind of change mm -hmm. and 
put yourself in that like kind of NFL mindset while still at UCLA? Yeah. Uh, well, talking with my, with now my agents, um, we're then we're trying to be my agents um, and all the information that they were giving me and my mom, uh, we just felt like uh, it was probably better for me uh, stock wise at that time to probably come back. Um, although I would have an opportunity and a shot uh, coming out of that year in 21, then getting into uh, everything it entails to be an adult. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest thing from talking with people that have already gotten to the league that I know um, that you now have to do everything on your own. You have to live on your own. You have to file taxes and do all this stuff with a bunch of money. So um, for me to come back, do an IL, uh, do my own taxes, uh, run my own business with my clothing line. Mm -hmm. Like you said, move off campus and, and learn how to pay bills and water and all that stuff um, that, that my mom used to do uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and, or was provided by school. Now, I, I got to do all that in one year while being able to play football and graduating um, all in one year. So for me to be able to come back and use my fifth year uh, to I think was uh, the most beneficial for me um, and, and the one that was probably the most strategic of the year is the one I thought out the most and um, really had a plan going forward and making sure that I hit everything um, on my checklist uh, at the end of the year. So, hey everybody, just wanted to take a quick break to remind you guys that the football season is right around the corner. And when you're headed out to the Rose Bowl, what better shirt to wear than a Believe in UCLA football podcast shirt? By doing that, you're going out, you're going to the game, you're supporting your team. And you're supporting your favorite podcast at the same time. Some of the proceeds go back to the podcast and help support the content and the different things that we have planned going forward. So what better way to, again, support your team and your favorite podcast than by picking up the shirts? Now, where can you find these shirts? They're available at the Believe Network store. And we made it very easy for you. Scroll down on this podcast. Check out the description. I got two links there for you for two different shirts. Make sure you check them out. Find the one that's right for you. And hopefully I see you wearing them out at the game. I'd love to see you wear them. Go you ahead, said guys. NIL. I mean, I didn't get the experience. None of that. You know, oh, yeah. No, we wasn't getting no, no. Josh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Man, <laughs> and the closest thing that we got, which would be illegal, is like if we got a meal, right? Like that was if we ever got hooked up yeah. with a meal or something out, that was like we made it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. how was the NIL process? And like going navigating because i mean there wasn't really no rules or no like you know got like it just seemed like they was like oh y'all get money now and now it's just like all right let me are you are you just going after every deal are you having somebody just you know chasing certain things for you or lining things up for you how how did that go yeah uh i'm gonna be honest i wish i would have dove into it a little bit more um i did have plenty of opportunities um mm -hmm. i played it real smart and safe because it was obviously my last year. And so I wanted to make sure that I was doing everything on the field, obviously, um, and showing uh, that I could do everything there. So I didn't put as much attention into it as I could have. Um, said no to a lot of things, but really it started with my agent. Um, I do have a marketing agent in Rock Nation. And so they have taken care of everything for me. They, they line them up um, and I either say yes or no to it. And so uh, this past year, a lot of the time it was no. Uh, the few times I did, uh, I struck some pretty good money along the way and was able to help out a few people, including my teammates and mm -hmm. being able to host team bonding events and, and stuff like that. So um, that's that's far. It, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So. What was the what was your favorite deal and a deal 
that you said no and you're looking like damn <laughs> i should have i should have took that one. <laughs> oh, let's see probably uh so my favorite one was probably crocs i never wore crocs before getting that deal that's crazy um, but i think it was probably after we beat lsu maybe um and we got and i got that deal and it ended up raising money uh, a ton and so uh, my the deal I wish I would say yes to is probably there's a trading card company, uh, and mm. and after we was like six and zero, it was it was hot. Oh yeah, was hot. And yeah. I was like, ah, I'm gonna ride it yeah. out a little more. We got Oregon, mm-hmm. we got this, this, and this, yeah. and then things ain't in the fall the right way, and and lose some money on that. But yeah, can we talk about that last season real quick and just the way? Cause you guys started out hot, so I've seen a, a lot of your journey and. And just yeah. the way the team kind of turned around and things started going, everything was kind of going the way you guys <laughs> wanted to. But how nice did it feel to kind of be kind of in that national picture, kind of on the cusp of being like a national title contender? If you if you beat Oregon, if you beat um, which one of the Arizona schools, I believe it was, um, you know, but how good did it feel to kind of be in the mix that late into the season? Yeah, I feel like, shoot, the past three years almost, even with COVID, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a couple games away in there. Yeah, we was right there to be in uh, in the Pac-12 championship. Mm-hmm. So close, uh, and, and especially this past year. And so, uh, I think we were looking too far at the, the end of the tunnel uh, after we got out there on that bye week. Uh, kind of got a little lax, and was uh, you know things started to slip through the cracks a little bit. But um, those first six weeks, man, we were we were locked in, we were dialed in, we were playing for each other. Uh, it was definitely a time to be alive, not only in the building. Mm-hmm. Josh, as you know, that first the first couple of years uh, was rough to walk in the malls. Uh, it, it was tough uh, to even have a conversation with people in there. So uh, for us to be able to come in there and look forward to every day, um, including the Sundays and, and, and all that it entails in the season and how long it is, for us to be able to walk in there with a smile on our face, I think was probably the most thing I'm proud of. Did, did the, five, the five years flew by pretty quick for you, didn't it? Oh, man. Too quick. Too quick. Yeah. I mean, when you take all the L's that we took to like the success <laughs> just feels even better. I mean, like it like it was hard to walk around L.A. what you said like you're on before. But but now it's like, oh, yeah, they're like that, you know, and we've seen Chip kind of tear it all down to build it back up. Um, And I think Chip. And me and Chip, Chip respects me, and I appreciate that. But with you, Dorian, <laughs> I felt like Chip had a, a special, a special place in his heart, a little bit of love for you. <laughs> so, how would you say your relationship with Chip? Is? Because some people don't even get to oh, have a relationship man. with Chip, you know, like let alone like talk oh, to him. But like Dorian is definitely like, if there was like, if Chip had like. I don't know, like family Christmas picture or something like Dorian might have slipped in one of those. <laughs> You're making me blush, man. <laughs> uh, no, me and Chip are, are real tight. Um, obviously, he took me in as a youngin when I was 17, turned 18, and um, kind of let me go in there and, and have the keys early and, and let me play with them, really. Um, he didn't really give me any direction at, to start out with. We were just kind of filling things out. And I worked really hard, and he appreciated that. Um, he knew I'd figure it out eventually. Um, and over the years, he's just given me more and more to work with. And obviously, the transfer portal has helped out a lot. So, um, you know, we've been able to get guys in here that that he likes and, and he knows that works for his system. And so um, I, I, I can only thank him uh, from the bottom of my heart for just 
giving me the keys and, and riding with me with it uh, all the way until obviously my last year because there's plenty of times where he could have cut me, threw me, <laughs> threw me to the wolves and told me to transfer and get lost. So, yeah. um, you know, for me to even make it to these five years, I think uh, shows me how much he has loyal to me and, and how much he loves me. So, No, I and James, I, I knew when Chip really loved Dorian when I think it was a it was either spring ball or during camp. But of what year of the of his freshman year? My yeah, freshman or going into sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody knows like Dorian is gonna is gonna talk like that's just <laughs> it's in the game practice. You know, like that's that's he's a competitive. You're a competitive guy. Like what, what, what you know, but at the same time, yeah. <laughs> but there's dogs like that on defense too. And one day he poked the bear. He poked Chris. He poked Chris Bars. And Chris wasn't gonna just you know let that let that go. He's gonna argue back, and they're getting into it. But one of them gets kicked out of practice, and the other one doesn't. And let's say Chris had an early shower, and Dorian fished out the day, and I was like, okay, I'm the yeah. freshman, and he's the senior. <laughs> you remember like, this? Oh. You remember the story? Yeah, I do. Sadly, <laughs> speaking of that. um, who are probably some of the tougher competitors you've kind of gone up against, whether it's during practice against um, one of your teammates or in Pac-12 play, or who are some of the the guys that you kind of knew you had to kind of be at your best for? Oh, I think number one that always comes to mind is Darnell Holmes. Uh, him being a corner, having to play him every day at practice, uh, super smart, uh, knows what he's doing is, obviously doing it at a high level at the toughest spot on defense and the nickel on the Giants. So um, for him to be able to play all that and as well for me to be able to learn from him my, my first couple of years was uh, was pretty cool. So I'd probably say darn that. Uh, what about uh, opposing? I know what you've gone up against. Thibodeau. Yeah. A number of different guys. Any Anyone else? Is, is Thibodeau a sore spot for you? Um, a little bit because I, I didn't think he was as good as um, he, he portrayed <laughs> to be, if I'm the honest. But going back to my freshman year, I think uh, Kenneth Murray, I think uh, him at linebacker uh, mm-hmm. was an unreal, unreal dog. athlete. Um, yeah, definitely a dog for sure. We've heard quite a few stories from Josh about some of his L's when it comes to hosting recruits. Um, <laughs> who are some, <laughs> Josh, who are, uh, who are some of the, bro, the but guys? Like, like I say, bro, the, <laughs> the positions that they put, like, that. I don't even it doesn't even make sense for a fifth year senior to host a high school kid. Doesn't especially a kid from out of the state, it doesn't make any sense because they're not gonna it's just two different, you know, ages of like you that might as well have a GA true. host them at that point. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's very true. So that's I just had to I will always plead my case because Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and I don't just saying some of the kids that they had me host, I don't know how much they would have helped. <laughs> okay fair enough uh, who are some of the guys that you you've hosted during your time dorian and whether whether they ended up deciding on ucla or not i'm just it's just always something that's fascinating to me to see the different people who are interested in ucla uh along the way yeah i think uh guys that are on the team now i've hosted uh logan loyal who obviously helped me break the touchdown record last mm-hmm. year with Utah. <laughs> um let's see who else I've hosted – I've actually hosted a lot of transfers over these past two years, um, being an older guy, and then that's getting a lot of transfers, and I mm-hmm. get to talk to them and have them over at my place. So, uh, Raekwon, Bobo, uh, Q Knight, uh, 
Yeah, Q Night, yeah. And then uh, there's there's one more, but I can't think of them. But yeah, I've been able to host a bunch of transfers. What uh, what about Charbonnet and his impact when he comes in? I felt that kind of helped turn things around for UCLA a little bit as well when Charbonnet comes to the door. Um, how were you excited to get him? When did you first hear about him, meet him? Uh, when does Charbonnet kind of come into your life for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, at that point, I wasn't really involved in hosting yet. Um, so I didn't know who Zach was. I didn't even know he was on the team until uh, until crazy. the first day of practice. Yeah, until the first day of practice, I'm padded, and uh, he gets the ball and he runs to the sideline and then he stiff arms Devin Kirkwood. It's like one of them Derrick Henry stiff arms mm-hmm. where he like throws them down and throws them out of bounds. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I knew about Zach Charbonnet for the rest of his career. I, I will always be a Zach Charbonnet fan after that. And and he's kind of a I mean at least especially talking to the media or. During games, I mean, you don't really hear him or, or see him talking a lot of trash or talking much at all. But what is he like in the locker room? Like when when you get one on one with him, or you guys are in the meeting room, or you guys are going over yeah. plays. Like, what was it like, kind of working with him on that level? Yeah, Zach. Uh, he opens up to you when you talk to him. Um, he's not going to be the one to to start conversation most of the time, um, which I respect for him. Uh, but he's the same guy every day in the locker room. Um, hangs out, talks to everybody around him. Uh, and then and is about his business. And then when he goes back home, he's on the game, watching anime, doing something uh, like that. So Zach's a real chill, cool dude. Uh, one, interesting at the, the running backs, though. Because that's something, he's, yeah. you know he's, who he's very similar to is Josh Kelly in that Josh, same sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The things you're saying is like, yeah, that was what JK did. Like, like the anime. He's just not, just he's just not back, like yeah. uber, uber happy, though. He's just not like. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The yeah. smile no matter what's going on. Right. The the one question that we always ask on the podcast is we always like to know who are the funniest guys that you've met or played with at UCLA? Um, like just give like, you give like three or four names if you want. You get your, your top five. And. <laughs> In five years, I, I know you know, the different stages of UCLA, so you might like, Yeah, you you have a good oh, kind man. of you probably Come see some now. characters. That's way yeah, that's way too many to think about. I'm like gonna uh all right, I gotta Martin Andrews. Oh, there it is. There yeah. it is. Number one. Everyone, everyone always says Martin Andrews. No, but Dorian is but Dorian is honestly the first person to remember Just off the top of his head. Off to say it first. One. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to think for a minute. Um let's see. I think Martel, Martel Irby. Okay. Martel, he was a jokester. Tell, mm-hmm. Telly was funny. <laughs> Let's see. Cole Kinder. That's my guy. Yeah. Okay. That's my guy. <laughs> he'll, look, he'll always make you laugh. He'll, <laughs> he'll always make you laugh. He don't and even he's mean smart to. Too. Exactly. A, he's oh, he's a, he was a genius. So it's and like just I having a conversation so... with him, I, yeah. I can learn some and laugh at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's facts. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I, the rest of them is it's a tie for a lot of them after that. That's my top three. Yeah. What what kind of teammate was Josh? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, now Josh was real cool. Josh uh, was super supportive. He always helped out the younger guys. Um, that's one thing I do appreciate about Josh because a lot of guys when we came as freshmen were not trying to help us, even though we were kind of the ones playing at the time. And I understand it, but at the same time, like Josh, like whether he was hurt or not, like would always help out. So um, I think I think that speaks to how Josh was as a teammate. It was kind of it was kind of I would say kind of weird. Um, yeah, like for your sure. Freshman sophomore year, because there was a clear like 
divide and it was like kind of made I ain't talked to nobody. But it was like it was like the, the new guys were like, <laughs> oh, those are those are those are like chips kids, and then the older guys, oh, those are the Mora kids. So mm-hmm. like that's kind of yeah. where the divide was of like not where you stood, but I don't know. It was kind of made <laughs> obvious. So trying to bridge that gap and then like trying to learn. It was like a whole no, new it was yeah, a whole new team. Bad. So it was just like it was so bad. Yeah. Um Dorian, I so you committed before Chip even had the job, right? Yeah, I committed to tomorrow. Well, and so you hear Chip gets the job. Is uh he makes a phone call or how does the communi- communication start and, and what made you say like I'm I'm a Bruin no matter what, regardless of like who the coach is? Um, so I actually didn't talk to Chip until I got on campus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> how does that how does that happen? Uh I was he sent Coach Bible out, uh the quarterback coach at the time, plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost to the point where I kind of forgot Chip was going to be my head coach, <laughs> uh, but I was I was just kind of more so fascinated with Coach Bible. He'd obviously coached Russell Wilson and, and all that stuff. Um, so the the things that he was telling me, I thought would be very beneficial for me coming out of high school. Yeah, coming out of high school. Gotcha. And um, if if I'm not mistaken, like I just got an email like 20 minutes ago saying that you were talking to To recently. Yeah. I was. I was on the T.O. in a hat, so. Well, what is it like uh, talking to T.O., who's obviously a Hall of Famer in his own right, but, you know, getting a chance to talk to him. And, I mean, you guys have so many different people who just show up on campus. Um, Troy Aikman, I'm sure you probably had a chance to talk to him. What is it like to kind of talk to some of these guys, especially now as you are getting ready for the NFL yourself? Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool to be able to pick their brain, um, ask them questions and see their opinions on stuff. Uh, T.O. is definitely uh, the one to kind of take the more, I wouldn't say chill route, but uh, he's definitely not going to be flashy and all that stuff, um, at least now and all and everything that he does and, and everything that he wish he would have told his younger self. So um, that's kind of the advice I got from him. Uh, have Josh, you ever yeah. been, I'll say, I mean, because we see people all the time being at UCLA, being in L.A., but don't cap. Have you ever been starstruck by somebody mm. that you saw or like said what's up to? Yeah. Uh, so it was either, I think it was my sophomore year. I walked into the quarterback room and all the walls in there were filled with like plays and protections and all this different stuff. And uh, to the left where the, where the monitor was, was Russell Wilson. And I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just walked in on his meeting. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. He was like, no, like, come in, sit down. Da, da, da. And, like, I was able to talk to him, chop it up, like, get to watch him break down film um, and everything that he does. And this was during the off season too. Like, and he's, like, going over it like he's, like, midseason. So um, just to see that was really cool. I was like, oh, shit, I got a lot to work on. So That's, yeah, that's, that's fire. Nice. It's always nice. nice to see when, like, the pro guys are, like, you know, like they not standoffish or not like weird because right. there mm-hmm. are some some people some some pro athletes that come around. It's like <laughs> don't want to you know don't want to be bothered, but like not even like not even just not bothered, but like don't even want to like interact with anybody. Exactly. Um, I got a, at least two more things for you. One is what are what are your goals? What are what on or off the field? What what are your goals for you uh, this upcoming year? Um, in the next couple years, whether it's business related or nfl related uh, what are some goals that you kind of have set for yourself yeah i think on the field um learning the league i think 
that will be the biggest part for me, obviously, as a quarterback, being able to learn from a vet, um, come in and, and probably not have as high as expectations um, to play right away and being able to learn the system, uh, learn the building, learn the guys in the building, and um, then being able to, when my opportunity is given to me, uh, to be able to show out then. Uh, I think off the field, um, wanting to start into a nonprofit, um, thinking about things I'm passionate about, um, trying to use my money for good on that end, uh, as well as opening up some business opportunities with, with some connections I made back in LA. So, Have you um, talked to Kyle Phillips or Q Lake or any of those guys and kind of picked their brain now that they, they're kind of about, I think they're about two years in now, right? Or no, was this Kyle's first year? Second year. They're going into their second year? Yeah. Yeah, yep. just getting a chance to talk to some of those guys. Have you been able to kind of pick their brain about anything? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually invited to Kyle's wedding. So Kyle's um, getting married. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, I, I have been able to talk to Kyle. Uh, he, he's uh, been banged up throughout the year. Um, said obviously the NFL is pretty rough on you, but yeah. uh, it, it's great. You obviously get to spend all your time on football, um, and, and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So. Um, that's that's kind of the mindset I've went into it with with all the stuff I've had to do over the past eight weeks. Um, and then he's been able to help out a lot, obviously going through it too, and, and let me know what to <clears throat> what to expect. So, um, and and your family and your mom, she's she's at just about every game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, obviously been there for you since day one and whatnot. But you know, we see yeah. her. I, I see her on Twitter. I interact with her quite a bit. Um, just tell me a little bit about her and just your family in general <laughs> and the support they have for you. Yeah. She's like my, uh, mini manager. I call it. Mm-hmm. She handles everything, um, off the field for me, kind of, um, making sure that, uh, I have stuff with my agents handled, um, stuff with, you know, training handled, um, where my money's going, um, through NIL as well as, um, through other avenues now. So, uh, she's been able to help out a shit ton. Um, been able to kind of guide me through this whole process. Um, even though she's never been through it, she knows a lot of people uh, that have played. Uh, my cousin has played, so she's been able to reach out to him um, and just put me around the right people, uh, making sure that, you know, obviously my head's staying on the right way and um, I'm, I'm going down the right path. So. Shout out Mama TR, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Not for sure. I want to get the last few questions. Definitely yeah. got to be messy. Um, <laughs> oh, Corey, now Go that you're it. gone, you left a big hole at UCLA yep. quarterback. Who yep. you got starting game one? <laughs> um, so I'm not doing two, a start bench cut, but could do that. <laughs> there's, there's two scenarios. There's two scenarios. I okay. say first scenario, go back to my freshman year, brought in Wilton, six years. Was mm-hmm. going to give the freshmen some reps. Although Wilton was starting this year, you got garbs. Mm-hmm. You also got a freshman. Give the freshman some reps. My year, he got hurt. I ended up playing the whole season. This mm-hmm. year, if Garbs ended up messing up, Dante could take over the rest of the year. The way he's looked in spring, I've heard it's been pretty damn good. Uh, second scenario is you just give Garbs the keys right away. He's obviously the most confident in the offense. Um, he knows the players. Uh, he knows he's obviously had the most timing with the guys in the building. So uh, I would give him to, to be the safe bet, obviously, throw Dante in there uh, or Slee uh, and, and try and give them a chance. But ultimately it's Garb's team. Um, and speak, speaking of Dante, obviously there is a lot of excitement when he comes in. Um, 
and you know he flips from Oregon and whatnot. And I even saw you out there at a practice where you were over there with the quarterbacks, and you were kind of you kind of pulled them to the side a little bit, and we're talking to them um, yeah. about some some feet work and some footwork and stuff like that. Um, what are your early impressions of just him as as you know a, a friend? Do you see maybe a lot of yourself in him and mm-hmm. kind of the scenario you kind of maybe not just the scenario you laid out, but him coming in as a freshman, having that high expectation and stuff like that. Yeah, I actually do not see him uh, like myself. I was okay. Uh, very, I think I was very erratic my freshman year. Um, I think I was uh, obviously handed the keys really early, um, and, and I was kind of made known uh, either way it was going to go. And so um, I had a lot on my plate going on. Um, I, it was hard for me to handle. Uh, the one thing I see in Dante is, is he's handling everything uh, tremendously up until this point since he's been on campus. Um, and the things I've heard from from either players or staff or whoever it is around the building um, that he carries himself very highly. Um, he knows how to uh, obviously operate the offense and study it and make sure he knows what he's doing. So um, I, I, I hear very high things and I think his, his future is going to be very bright for sure. Um, two other guys that I want to mention real quick who are who can also hear their name called this week. Um, no. Mafi and Gaines uh, just tell me a little bit a little bit about them and what they've meant for for you and your career because I think they've been there just just as long as you have right I think you guys all came in together yep we did we did and uh going back to our freshman year I'm off as a D lineman he absolutely hated me um wanted nothing to do with me uh why wanted to, wanted to beat me up every day just because I like to talk I like to talk crap in oh, practice uh, makes sense <laughs> uh, and being a D lineman obviously and yeah. can't be able to touch the quarterback even though you're right there to sack him uh, kind of pisses people off. So, uh, but but now Moff is my best friend. Uh, I've been able to go back and show him my hometown for the Shrine game. Uh, being able to meet his family, meet him, meet my family. Uh, Moff means a lot to me. And then going back to John, uh, I, I didn't think uh, he was big enough coming in freshman year to, to play right away. Uh, I thought he had a lot of development to do. I knew he was really smart. Um, and, and that obviously served him a long way up until this point. Um, but his growth from freshman year to now uh, has definitely got him to where he is, too. He's, I'd say he's very similar to me. Um, we've kind of had our ups and downs, and we've been able to just ride the sail uh, and, and make sure that we're doing everything that we can every, every day to give ourselves the opportunity. Um, and, and John obviously has, has done a lot for the UCLA offensive line the last two years, so mm-hmm. uh, credit to those two. Um, Josh, you got anything before we let Dorian go? You've been traveling a lot. What yeah. city? What city do you see yourself living in next year? Oh <laughs> man, great question, huh? Um, I guess the professional answer would be no comment. But uh, since I, I, since you, I know, I know you, since like, I know I, you guys, since I know yeah. you guys, <laughs> I can give you guys lunch. No, the uh, I, I did take a bunch of visits. Um, I do think the. The one that would probably fit me best and, and for me, the best development wise, uh, I, I do think would be Philadelphia. Obviously, mm-hmm. they just paid Jalen. Um, but if you go back to when Jalen got drafted, they had just paid Carson Wentz. So um, I feel good about that situation. Although, um, like I mentioned earlier, the Bengals do have Joe. Uh, I, I do feel like that offense and that, that coaching staff could really turn me into a, a, a legit pocket passer. Um, and someone that can really throw the football and learn the heart of it. Um, and the reason why Joe is so successful over there. So awesome. Uh, appreciate you uh, kind of, you know, answering that because <laughs> a lot of people would kind of duck that question. Uh, with that being said, 
Uh, again, Dorian, thank you so much, not only for your time today, but just over the last four or five years that I've had just interviewing you. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. Wish you the best of luck. Yes, sir. Go Bruins, baby. And again, this is the Believe in UCLA football podcast presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.